Welcome back to the Lady Girl Podcast, where you're lady girls. I'm Courtney. I'm Cassie. And we're so glad you're here. This is season one, episode nine of the Lady Girl Podcast. Almost double digits. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Cass is eating her burger. The burger. So if you hear um, the crispy crunch of lettuce, that's just me housing a black bean burger. <laughs> yeah, we normally have um, like wine or if we record in the morning, coffee or something like that. But tonight, it's Saturday night. It's been long days for both of us. So Cass is eating a black bean burger and I have mint chocolate chip ice cream. Mm-hmm. Both of which were like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna do as well. I've developed like a slight dairy intolerance in my older age, which I think a lot of people say, but I really have noticed that when I cut it out, it's like a good thing. But I do like ice cream, so I'm having a, a little. I, I try not to eat it anymore. No, I get that. I don't eat it very often either, even though I had half a pint today. But red meat in my olden age has killed me so I'm trying to bring it back and I started taking iron but I can't eat hamburgers so I have to do like all kinds of supplements it makes you sick right yeah it gives me like really bad stomach cramps like keeps me like has me like on the floor it's insane but okay, it's- so um, let's get into our weekly recap has you had a pretty big week tell us about it I graduated today Woo-hoo! so excited my name and my picture popped up and which was low-key kind of embarrassing. I was like, why am I embarrassed for that photo to come up? Like, ew. Yeah. But I did it. And then my mom called me because my mom can't get service out in Pontotoc. So she had to go to the Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) To watch? She had to go to Walmart to watch it. So she streamed it in her car at Walmart. She was crying in the Walmart parking lot. Everybody, everybody was so happy and joyous but it was nice because you can like talk to your family while you're graduating which in real graduation you can't do that yeah and then you don't have to sit in the cap and gown which is nice but it's sad also because you don't see all your friends yeah but my we also is, uh, already informed me that when she's here to watch my virtual graduation at the end of the month that I must sit in my cap and gown <laughs> for the event. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I would be like, can it just be the hat or without <laughs> the hat? Because it's either I'll do the cap and the, like the cap and that's yeah. it. Or I'll do the gown because the drape is so hot. Like putting yeah. that velvet on is so hot. I don't know. I'll do whatever. I'll make her happy. And like <laughs> I graduate once and I'm not going to go to the in-person one that's in four years or whatever the hell they're gonna do so I'll do it I'll sit in the on the couch and (laughs) I was lounging in sweats girl it was the moment but what else did you do this week um I've been studying but after my graduation I watched the Blue Angel Air Show oh they've been going all week oh they've been going all week but today is the actual air show day today and tomorrow so they were out in full swing today from like 9 a.m until 5 p.m and they are at the airport by my apartment that's like two miles away oh cool but yeah it's cool but a fighter jet is way louder than a commercial airplane so oh, yeah like during the day 
during the day, they are very, very loud, but they're very nice. They fly over and do laps for the city so everybody can see them. So they come through in their formations. One of them flew to the center of the city to do it's like they do that dovetail spin thing down. So yeah, I got to see them all. They have like, it's a naval air show. So there's all kinds of planes. And they got some new ones. So Snaps, I guess Lockheed Martin supplies naval planes, but (laughs) it looked like like a literal transformer flying through the sky. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Really? What is that? It's kind of dope. But that's what I did today. Wow. Mm -hmm. Exciting. I am, same thing, just been studying for finals. I will officially be done on the 20th. So by the time we record next week's episode, I will be finish which I two law school grads two law school grads but I um today as like my study break I think I mentioned it last podcast I went up um to the Met Closters Closters or whatever with a group of my girlfriends and we went to like a lunch and it was on the water so we played cornhole and like they had all these other little games and it was like really fun like just nice sunny Saturday um, so that was good, and now I'm just back at home, and no plans. I should study tonight, but I'll probably just, like, not do anything tonight and wake up and, like, have the full day tomorrow to, like, do work. I did some studying this morning, and then I was, like, no more. Yeah. You gotta give yourself a day. Uh-huh. Um, but Friday, unexpectedly, this was unplanned. I went to the beach with my friend, which was, like, really nice. Um, which got me out of the city for a little bit, which I think I needed, so. And the weather's been really nice in New York, so that was probably. Yeah, it's, like, in the 70s, so I was able to, like, sit on the beach um, and, like, get sun and stuff, and it was, like, 74 degrees, so it was perfect weather because you weren't sweaty, but you were still in the sun. Sometimes all you need is to just go outside. Like, that'll be a study tip for everyone. Take a moment, and even all you have to do is just go outside and stand there for five minutes and get sunlight, and your mood will be ten times better. Right? Okay. So, this week's episode, random. <laughs> Hit me all with another random one. <laughs> um, last week, you know, we were a little bit more serious. We talked about um, health and body positivity slash neutrality. You know, we've learned that word. Um, I think that that's, like, great and a super important conversation to have. But we also want to give everybody who listens, like, a little bit of different things. So sometimes we'll do those more serious episodes. Sometimes we'll just, like, have fun with it. Um, and today's one of those just, like, kind of have fun with the episodes. So yeah, you don't want it to be heavy all the time. Yeah, we are. I was, full disclosure, I was supposed to get this, like, conversation game from my friend that she like brings around and I've played before and it's really fun but um I forgot so we're going to do the New York Times 36 questions that lead to love and so apparently this came out in 2015 and it kind of went viral on TikTok a little bit this summer which is like kind of how I got to know about it but it's been a big thing for a long time. And it's these questions. Um, and so basically there's certain like what in like what essence? What? In like lead to love and what essence? Like will it tell you if I'm in love or will it or will we grow stronger as friends? So I think it's more for like relationship. Oh, okay. 
but like that's okay because like we can answer hey maybe someone listening to this podcast will oh my lights just went out <laughs> listeners can't see this but, um, but I think that uh maybe you know first of all it'll lead us to get to know more about each other second of all hey man if there's a cute boy listening to this podcast that likes my answers before we go on I just want to give a shout out to whoever is listening to us in Belgium yeah yeah we have a listener in Belgium they listen every week hello Belgium listener we love you thank you for helping us break into international international yeah we the, we're only in two international places right now. It's Ireland and Belgium. In Belgium, hello, hello. Hit us up on Instagram at Lady Girl Podcast. DM us. Let us know. Yeah, let us know who you are because they listen literally all the time, and we don't know anyone who lives there. So we really would like to know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I'm just gonna read a little bit about what this says. So. Have you heard of the the Modern Love Essays to Fall in Love with Anyone Do This by Mandy Catron? Yes. So basically, it's, this is like sort of going off of that. So it's exploring intimacy between two strangers and um, where they ask each other specific series of personal questions. So this is 36 questions in the study that are broken up into three sets, each set intended to be more probing than the previous. So the idea is that mutual vulnerability fosters closeness. And to quote the study's author, one key pattern associated with the development of a close relationship among peers is sustained, escalating, reciprocal, personal self-disclosure. Allowing oneself to be vulnerable with another person can be exceedingly difficult, so this exercise forces the issue. Wow. Okay, so... We've known each other for almost a decade. We might learn something new tonight. (laughs) I know, we might. Who knows? All right, so we're going to go through step one. Cassie has not seen this list, so she has no idea what the questions are. I've read through the list before but I can't remember exactly what they are but I'm gonna be reading them off my screen okay question one given the choice of anyone in the world whom would you want as a dinner guest I've actually thought about this okay I've thought about this and I'm between a few answers okay I have three choices okay one Sandra Bullock because she's an icon okay I think she'd be a vibe two Hanks who Tom Hanks, because hmm. I saw him give a speech on Memorial Day when he opened the Vietnam um, Memorial, and he was iconic, absolutely iconic, but I think my real answer probably would be Julie Andrews. Interesting. I love Julie Andrews. Sound of Music was my favorite thing, and when I went to Austria, we hit all the Sound of Music like spots in Vienna, so I think... Julie Andrews. Um, I mean, I love her. She's like so elegant. She's an icon. She's a dame. Okay. Are we doing dead or alive? Yours are all alive. I'm not all alive. So, somebody dead? Huh? When we think somebody who's dead? (laughs) 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 Okay, mine. 
who has sadly passed away would be Ruth Bader Ginsburg, obviously. Oh, icon, icon. But in rest her soul, queen of the literal world. Icon. Um, alive would be um, Angela Merkel, the German like. The yeah, that would be like crazy cool to talk to and like have like a real conversation with and like just literally not only really because of like political stuff but just to like a woman in power doing all of these she's a female icon to make icon. so many changes in the world like how she's dealt with that and I just think it'd be incredible I mean she's the epitome of an example you give when they're like women can't be in power and you're like yeah or or the um prime minister of New Zealand I forget her name but she's really cool too yeah then there was also um the UK okay Next question. Would you like to be famous? If so, in what way? Another thing I've thought about. Okay. I'm going to say no. Okay. Because I just don't like the concept of fame. Because you are like, fame is cool. It has all these perks. But I think the downside is, is like, you're forcibly made a spectacle like everybody puts you on this pedestal you become this larger than life thing and it's so hard to keep up with that idea and it's exhausting and you can't really live the life you want because you have to be that idea and for that reason I would rather be a nobody just do what I want to do and be happy doing it than have all the perks of fame yeah I, I think I would say yes, I would like to be famous, but not in the musical entertainer fangirl way, but in the like highly respected, um, like, like the Ruth Bader Ginsburg or the Angela Merkel. I don't think of that as fame. That. Well, they are famous though. And they're, they go down in history books. Yeah. But like, I'd rather be history book famous than like, TikTok famous. One hot, yeah. I would, I mean, would I love to be a Supreme Court justice one day? Absolutely. And yeah. I would go down in the history books, but I wouldn't want to be like Ariana Grande or somebody. Right. It, no, I agree with that. Like, I don't want like kids passing out when they meet me, like fame. No. Yeah. Okay. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? One hundred percent, yes. You do. <laughs> nervous. Uh huh. If I have to call, if I have to be the first person I've never met and call them, yes. Like if it's a business thing, like if I'm calling like another attorney for a job thing or something, yeah, I, yeah, I'll write my name down because I forget it. One hundred percent. I get so nervous and so anxious. Yes. So like making calls and stuff makes you anxious. If it's somebody I don't know and it's like important, uh-huh. yeah. that's, that's as far as I go is like introductions. After that, I wing it. Like I don't prep for interviews or anything, but introductions and stuff, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I don't at all. Like I'm totally opposite. Like calling someone on the phone is like second nature to me. Mm-mm. I would, ra- I literally, right before this call, I was telling Cassie about it. I had a phone call with a person I've never met before for over 40 minutes. <laughs> like it just like I don't know (laughs) it's like normal to me but I think that's also partially because at one point in college I worked as a secretary at a state farm office and let me tell you the amount you have to be on the phone for those things and 
coming up with random answers to things you have no idea what the person's saying I think that really helped me when it came to like talking on the phone yeah I think I need more practice I never talk on the phone um okay question four what would constitute a perfect day for you a perfect day mm-hmm. um 100% sunny partially cloudy skies but mostly clear um <laughs> max 85 but no lower than 70 I have nothing to do but whatever I want to do and my bank account is full and fruitful and I can go shopping and I can go eat out and I can go and like do whatever entertainment things I want to do but I'm a bad bad tender. okay my perfect day <laughs> I have a really specific answer. Okay. <laughs> My perfect day would be to wake up in the morning and we're out at a beach on a beach at a beach house. And I'm with all my best friends in the whole world. And AK, I can already think of like the 12 people I would want there. Then oh, it's a large beach house. What do you mean? Then we would wake up in the morning. Everyone would sit at like the table that overlooks the beach. We'd have coffee and breakfast and whatever, all sorts of stuff. Then we'd go out to the beach and we'd sit in the chairs and we'd have the umbrellas and we would lather sunscreen so nobody got burned. <laughs> we always get burned. And we would like be on the beach all day, like hanging out, jumping in the waves. No no jellyfishes no singing no getting killed drowning but we'd be having a great time everyone would drink we'd hang out we'd go back into the house oh and we'd eat like sandwiches on the beach and stuff like for lunch Mm -hmm. and then we'd go back into the house everyone take a nap because we're like tired from the sun everyone take a nap and we'd get up at night and we'd like all like make a big family dinner and sit out on the porch and eat the dinner and then we'd have a bonfire on the beach at night and we'd drink beer and play music and it would be perfect day that does sound like a vibe right Mm -hmm. i miss i miss days like that and i've had days like that before so college (laughs) Okay. okay um when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else I sing to myself in my car all the time. Every time I'm in there, there's a tune on the radio that gets me. So I can't, I haven't been in my car today, no. Well, actually, I take it back. I took the Soul Cycle class and I was screaming bootylicious. Screaming. Uh-huh. It, it was the vibe. Yeah, I was singing to myself like right before I got on the call. <laughs> <laughs> that song's in my head right now. That's like um, something. Da, da, da. Telling you just how I feel. So wake up the memories of is that what that is? It's in my head for some reason right now. Because they're about to bring back Guy Cardi. But like seen it on TikTok or something. Maybe, but it's been in my head. Okay. Question six. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life which would you want so the mind or the body of a 30 year old but you're 90 
It's so hard. I don't know what the mind of a nine-year-old is like. Easy question for me. Easy? I mean, one, I want to keep the aesthetics because I'd want to be able to go and do and travel. And you can do that with the body of a 30-year-old. Yeah. But with the mind of a 30-year-old, like you can remember all your wonderful memories and all the nice and happy times. That's a really hard question because it's like I want to make more memories even though I'm 90. But I don't want to forget everything, even if I look 30. I think for me, mm-hmm. I'm assuming in this question, in this scenario, I don't as a 90 year old have like dementia or Alzheimer's or anything like that. Okay. We're assuming health <laughs> is good. Um, but I would want the body because at 90, then you have like all the wisdom and stuff of like your life and you like will be so much happier. And so, yeah, you have that 30 year old body, but like you can go travel and do all sorts of things, but have like the wisdom of being 90. Yeah. If I could keep the mental capacity, if I could keep my mental capacity, I would do the yeah. of a 30 year old. Question seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? No, I have no, I don't think I'll die any particular way. I hope I go peacefully. <laughs> Car crash. Oh my god! Why do you have that feeling? Why? You don't even drive. You live in New York City. Good, I'm telling you. Car crash. You love to drive. I am. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I remember if you had the chance to drive around anywhere, you would just be in your car zooming around all the time. I know, it's the one thing I miss, like... Well, not the one thing, but it's one of the major things I miss about, like, not having a car. Like, not having a car in New York is hard for me. Because I would be going and doing so many things if I had a car. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have a feeling at all. I don't have a feeling at all. Anyway. <laughs> Question eight. <laughs> Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Oh, what do we have in common? What do we have in common? I think we have a similar um, sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I think we have a similar sense of humor. What else do we have in common? I think we have similar tastes in a lot of things. Like, I think we like kind of like the same shows, similar music. Yeah. We seem to have very similar like work ethics. Like, we're very dedicated to what we do and we focus on it. Yeah. That's why I would say. I agree with all the above. We also like, I mean, basic things. We like the same kind of foods. <laughs> yeah, I was like the same food. Like we like the same like movies. Also, like this is funny because this is supposed to be like strangers. It's like, well, obviously we're we have things in common. Or we wouldn't have been friends for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine like anything about each other? Um. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? For what in my life do I feel most grateful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's just a lot of things that have built up to, you know, me having just like opportunities. I mean, I live in a nice-ish apartment by myself. Yeah. The beach. Like, I'm very grateful for that and all the things that got me here. Yeah. I am incredibly grateful for my 
very supportive family and close network of friends because I think for me, especially in this last year, I've gone through a lot of like mental health stuff. And I think I have this incredible core group of people in my life who like have just shown that like I can rely on them for everything. So I'm super grateful for that. Like I have amazing like other friends, but I have like core family and core friends who are like, they just love me for me. And I think like that's super, super, super important. So, okay. Number 10, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I don't think I'd change anything. Really? Yeah. Not a single thing. I wouldn't be here. I don't have a problem with the house I grew up in or I don't have any issues with my mother. Yeah. I went to a good school, all three of them, because <laughs> I've been to school a long damn time. Yeah. You know what? Anything about my life I could change? What? Is that what the question is? Anything about my life I would change? Anything about the way you were raised. Oh, no. I don't have any issues with the way I was raised. I would like to, like, have never been a fat kid. But that doesn't have anything to do with your raising. You know what I mean? That has nothing to do with how you were raised. That was just, like, something. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, I would have loved <laughs> to have been tiny. I think it does have stuff to do with the way you're raised. And I think my parents think that now, too. Like, I mean, as, a, as like, a kid, I'm not making my meals. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's part of it. But also, like, I guess my difference was I never, like, really blamed my raising for that because like I was raised by a single parent so like yeah and we couldn't afford like healthy food so I didn't blame them for that I don't know I'm not blaming anyone I'm not saying like oh I was raised here I was raised incredibly well and have had everything I could want and more so I have no complaints in that department but I'm saying like if one thing ever I could change I would just like have you know eaten kale instead of mac and cheese (laughs) but that's that's rich you know you look at people who have never had the craft macaroni they've only had annie's Mm. and their life's not as good that's true the simpler things in life there's something about that craft mac and cheese all right 11 take four minutes and tell your partner partner your life story in as much detail as possible what do you um, um <laughs> should we or should we skip that? I mean, I feel like we know enough about I feel like I just told you my life story. <laughs> thing. I was like, I went to like this school on it. Yeah, I mean, not I, mean, I, grew, up, really I grew up in a small town in north central Mississippi. I mean, it's just like it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like there's a lot you could say, like you could go into like different like things you went through or trauma and like all sorts of stuff but we're gonna skip (laughs) we're gonna gonna save y'all again this is not supposed to be a heavy episode no i was i grew up i was born in iowa but then i moved to mississippi when i was seven i grew up in mississippi went to college mississippi high school all the above and now i live in new york and that's as deep as we gotta get (laughs) that's all you need to know about our life 
some of you have been a part of a good chunk of it, so you're good. Well, you obviously get to know more through these things, but mm-hmm. I don't need to go into major details. <laughs> okay, number 12. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained uh, one quality or ability, what would it be? So, like, I could have gained any. Can it be a superpower? Uh, sure, why not? Could have gained one quality or ability. The quality of, of just having great hair. Just waking up and always having amazing hair. Where you can just step out of the shower and brush it and go about and your hair is going to look flawless all the time. So, it saves me 30 minutes in the morning. That would be nice. And no greasy hair. Oh, yeah. Be able to wash it like twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, I think I would want to be able to speak every language in the world. Oh, that would be too much, though. That's too much pressure on you. Because if someone's lost and they speak like French and you're the only French speaking person, you can have to deal with that problem. I, I think like life would be so cool if you could like understand all the languages and then like. You could travel wherever you want. And you're super hireable. <laughs> you are super hireable, but I feel like with everything people say in this world, sometimes I wish I didn't know English. That's true. That You're not wrong about that. I don't know. All right, we're moving on to set number two, so it's going to get a little more intense. Okay. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? You know I don't mess around with that voodoo stuff. Uh-huh. I don't do it. I don't do it. I fought my mom when I was eight in the streets of New Orleans because I wouldn't even let the palm reader touch me. I would want it to tell me like error 404. Like I don't want it to not be able to do anything. Cassie and I have talked about this before. Like, uh-uh. We, res- we don't know if we believe in that stuff, but we respect it, okay? And I'm not trying to do any sort of bad mojo, nothing. No, because my thing is, like, whether they're real or not, they affect your life. Yeah. And I also think growing up in the South and specifically so close to New Orleans and stuff and, like, Cajun country, like, voodoo and stuff is, like, a thing. Like, people believe in it. Voodoo is real. (laughs) And, like, I just, like, I don't buy into it necessarily, but I also don't mess with it, you know? So, reality, the answer to that question for both of us is we would want to know nothing because we would walk away. (laughs) <laughs> like I said if I had to do it I'd want it to be like I've done it before but I will say like I still think about some things that like a palm reader told me once and like I don't like that that's why I wouldn't do it because I was like if they told me I was gonna die then I would live in yeah. okay 14 is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time why haven't you done it I'm trying to think of my hopes and my dreams <laughs> I'm trying to think. You know, I mean, we've we've accomplished a lot in life, and I feel like I've done some things that I've really wanted to do. I have been debating if I want to go skydiving. Ooh. Oh, you know what I have always wanted to do? Because I feel like if I grew up like in Hawaii, I would be this kind of girl. I've always wanted to surf. Surf? Surf. Which I can do down here, but I just I don't have a surfboard and I'm not committing. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, I really, I'm like huge into, I love to travel and I have like a few places like on my list I want to travel to. So if we want to like not be like deep about it, uh, I have yet to go to Thailand and it was a dream of mine to go to Thailand. And the only reason I have it is because number one, I haven't had the time, but number two, I need to find someone to go with me. So if anyone wants to go, 
Hawaii. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. I would like to go there, but it's not like at the top of my list. Hawaii is at the top. Of my Thailand list. and Greece are my next two. I want to go to Georgia. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I'll go basically anywhere, but you know. Um. Okay. Fifteen. Oh, here you go. Hard hitter. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? I just freaking graduated law school. That's dope. That right there. That's one of my greatest accomplishments. Yeah. I think that. Um, I think mine will be. I mean, I haven't graduated yet, but at the end of the month, I'm I'm like that's a great one for yeah. sure. Um, I also think just like finding like really good close relationships that will last forever. I think that's like really valuable. I mean, I think that and I'm like really content I feel like I have good people I'm in a good place like I'm really yeah. just like I feel like that's a great accomplishment it's just like genuinely being happy in my life I agree with that okay number 16 what do you value most in a friendship hmm what do I value most you want me to do my answer first yeah I am just I don't know the right term. Loyalty is the wrong word for this, but like showing up when you need to show up, if that makes sense. Like if I, yeah, not even that though. Like, because there's like one thing if like a friend like doesn't make it to a dinner or like whatever, but like if I think for me, like I just kind of keep referencing this for our listeners, like when I was going through my super, super hard time, I had the people who like walked away and I had the people who were like, dude, it's okay to like not be okay. And like, we love you and we're here for you. And I think that's what I mean. I mean, like showing up for like when I need you versus like when I'm just like the fun friend who's hanging around. Mm-hmm. Be more like, I guess you want people that are like genuine. Yeah. Like love me for me, not just like, only all the good stuff you know but I mean I don't I don't know either I mean I think I think I look for like maybe like genuine and like honesty yeah like just be you and like be honest like don't try because I don't like people who are shifty who they're Mm -hmm. one person in front of somebody they're one person in front of somebody else and then they're like a mixture of people I agree with that I don't like that. I would rather you be just like wholeheartedly, genuinely you and like be honest. It, even if you're like brutal, there are people, there are friends I have that are brutally honest, but I respect that way more than like lying to my face too. Yeah. Okay. 17. What is your most treasured memory? You know what, my mom, my mom, I don't think my mom listens to this podcast, but she ever did. She knows that she's like, this is a weird memory that you hold. And every time you bring it up, when I was in kindergarten, one day I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to go to school. And my mom made me get up and get dressed for school. And But it was like a little late. I don't know why, but it was a little late. And we were driving to school and she drove past my school and said you're not going to school today you're going to the pink palace planetarium (laughs) and i went to the pink palace instead of going to school it was i learned what the word hooky meant when you play hooky i learned what Uh 
And I treasure that because I loved the planetarium. I had a weird obsession with constellations and I spent all day at the museum. That's cute. That's like such a cute like memory. So that's Um, it. I don't know the answer to that question. I feel like there's so many things. Um, I really, dang, that's hard. I really don't know. Um, I think. I would say this looks like a good memory. What's a good memory you have? Um, I have like a really vivid memory. My grandma used to work at the Holiday Inn (laughs) and I have a memory, um, being a little kid and sitting in the like, you know how like maids have the like towel carts? Mm Mm-hmm. And she, they, she would push me up and down the hallways in the towel cart. <laughs> That's a dream, though, to be in, like, either the, the luggage, like, the yeah. thing, or, yeah. I think my grandma is, like, the most amazing person in the world. And as a kid, I just thought, like, this is so much fun. Like, she's so cool, you know, because she's pushed me in the towel cart. <laughs> when we were kids, when you were a kid, life was just so simple. Like, you were happy yeah. to give you a cardboard box. Okay, 18. What is your most terrible memory? Terrible. Yeah, it's hard. I might have blocked it out. I don't, uh, I don't really know. I know what mine is, but... I mean, I would probably say there are, like, some people in my life's, like, deaths that, yeah, they are, like, terrible memories. I don't want to, like, get into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would That's say- hard. That's, like, mine had to do with, like, something bad happening to me, so. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> trauma, trauma. Next. Okay. Number nineteen. If you knew what, or okay, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living, and why? I hate. Okay, I hate these questions. People always are like, "What? What is it that I say? You were born dying. Like you live dying. Like every single day is numbered." But you don't, you shouldn't live like you're dying all the time. Because that's just like you try and cram so much in. But if I were to die within a year, I would say I would spend a lot of my time like trying to spend time with everybody. Like trying to see everyone. Like see my family, all my friends, I would do that. And meet as many people as possible. Yeah. I would immediately leave New York and like go to like a beach house and invite all of my family and friends to come as often as they possibly could so beaches (laughs) well yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much because it's like I would instead of trying to go to everyone I'd just be like come to me I'm in this place come as much as you can and I love you all. Yeah, I would either. Yeah, you could do that. Like you pick an amazing place. Yeah, we do have them. everyone. Yeah, come as much as possible. Like door open policy and be there for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably wouldn't even try to like. I know a lot of people say like, oh, they would travel and see all these places, but like, I would just want to be really content and like not, but like see my people I love. 
The only reason I say go see people is because sometimes you leave that open door policy and their asses don't show up and they're going to be sad. Yeah, so I, yeah, but they don't know you're dying unless you're like, hey, I'm going to tell everyone. Oh, well, then, yeah, they'll show up. Never mind. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to tell, tell people. Oh, uh, well, that's well, true. <laughs> what does friendship mean to you? Um, like, it's hard. That's a hard question. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think, like, friendship is a pure form of, like, a human relationship. Yeah. And I do think, like, friends are what the idea of, like, a soulmate is. Yeah. Because I think it's, like, nothing else there other than the fact that you meet someone and you connect on such a level that you never want to, like, let go of them. Like, that's insane. Like, it's this weird thing because, so you have, like, your family, and you're, like, okay, like, they raise you, or, like, whatever, you're related, you go to holidays, all that stuff, and then you have, like, your boyfriend or girlfriend, or, like, whatever, and those are people who you, like, yeah, you have this, like, deep connection with, but, like, you're potentially gonna start a life with, you, like, have sex with, like, whatever, but then you have friendship, and it's, like, you just choose that. You just choose that and you yeah. talk to them and it's enough. Like, that's what's crazy about it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, there's really, like, the only thing you do is you have a good time together and you, like, help each other through life. Yeah. That's why I said I think friendship is, like, what people think, like, soulmates are. Yeah. I agree. That's kind of a cute way to think about it. Like, soul friends, which we have a few of those. Um, okay. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Roles? Yeah. I don't know. I would I would say some people might describe me as kind of cold. But um love and affection. I mean, I would say I'm nice. Yeah. And I do. I think my love and affection is more like acts of service and things because I'm like a charity person. I love doing charitable things. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's probably one way love and affection, just giving back. Um, yeah, I'm like a, I'm like more emotional than you for sure. And I think like for me, I'm really vocal when I like have love for someone or whatever. And so like love and affection for me is probably big in the sense that like, uh, I like tell people that I love that I love them a lot. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Affection. I mean, I'm like my love language is quality time. So I just I just like being around the people I care about. I don't know. Yeah, my love language is acts of service. Yeah, and it's quality time. The very bottom is physical touch. Yeah, mine goes quality time, words of affirmation, um, acts of service, then physical touch, then giving gifts. No, I think mine is like. It's like from the bottom, it's like physical touch, words of affirmation, gift giving, quality time and acts of service. Yeah. So we just flip around a little bit. Mine's like, don't talk to me, don't touch me. <laughs> like, do things for me and give me things. Yeah. Um, okay. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner and then share a total of five items. Five items. So I we're supposed to compliment each other five five times. 
Okay. Ew, I hate this stuff. This is something you're going to probably disagree on, but I think your self-confidence. Yeah. Courtney, you go out to New York City and you go out and you do all these crazy things on a whim. Like that takes like some self-confidence and self-assurance. Oh, okay. I disagree. (laughs) I thought you're going to disagree with this one. I'm not confident at all. It is a thing. Well, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, Okay, for you. um, I think it's like, I guess I don't want to say the same thing, but sort of like the confidence in yourself, like the fact that you just were like, I want to live in Florida. So I moved to Florida and like, without any real, like, I do that a lot though. Like, like, I think that's so cool. I don't know the right word for that, but. Spontaneity. Yeah. Yeah. Spontaneity. There we go. Like that I'm spontaneous. Mm -hmm. Um, you're always very like happy and joyful. Courtney, yeah. I, you get on the phone, but it's never like I'm on the phone with you and I leave and I'm like emotionally drained, even if you're having like a breakdown. It's always like a good thing. So I guess it's just like you have a very positive presence. Wow, you're saying all these things that I don't even know how to reply to because I I uh your I admire how you are a lot more uh direct than I am in the sense of like if you don't really like something like you're willing to just like say it and like not really ask for like forgiveness which I think is like a really powerful thing and some people would say that's not a good my mom says that's not a good I think it's good though I think it's I think it's a good thing because it's like you know what you want you just don't take the bullshit that's true that's true so you that another thing is you're becoming that person as well like you do i think i'm working on it i i don't think i i think i still put up with like a lot more bullshit than like you would allow yourself to put up with but i think like i'm trying not to let people like take advantage of me anymore one thing though is you always will like I guess this is like a weird way of saying it but if there's something your friends don't want to do because they're like you know like embarrassed to do it or nervous to do it you're always the one out of our group to be like I'm gonna go do it whatever I'm gonna go well that's true I guess I don't know what that would be called though because you say it's confidence but I'm like I don't know if that's what that is I just like don't yeah I don't know if that would be confidence but I get you always do that like if there's something we don't like any of us don't want to do and we're like nervous to do it you're like come on guys like I'm gonna go do it and then you go do it yeah but you do it for other people so I guess it's like Like talking to a waiter or something we don't want to talk to a waiter or we don't want to go ask a question because we're like whatever who cares yeah that kind of is to my detriment sometimes but that's okay um I don't know how many compliments that was but that's enough (laughs) we're being real nice teachers um okay 23 how close and warm is your family do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's hmm are we warm and close? We're Eastern European, so I, I think that 
<laughs> that gives a little bit of a vibe. Warm and close was probably not the vibe. I think we're probably closer than most families mm-hmm. from where I'm from or like families that I know. We don't really argue and fight with each other like ever. Um, but yeah, I guess we're close because I talk to everybody in my family like every other day. Even my uncle, like we call each other all the time. Yeah. But I don't know if I would say we were warm and close. Um, do you think your childhood was happier than most people's? That's the other part of the question. I think it was like high mid, like mid, but on the higher end of mid range. Yeah. Like uh, that's not even awful, but probably I, I definitely think compared to other people, like knowing what other people go through in life, yeah, I probably had like a happier childhood um my family is annoyingly close uh sometimes uh, <laughs> um I have a really big extended family but we have um like an ex- extended family group chat which is quite dangerous <laughs> so yeah we kind of like know everything about everyone and um are we warm I think so my my family or, like, my house was always a house everyone was, like, at and stuff growing up. And even now, I I mean, like, all my college friends have met my parents and, like, mm-hmm. been to my house and, you know. Yeah. And they're, my whole family's coming to New York and, like, taking out all my friends in New York. And I don't know. We've, like, want everyone to be welcomed by us, I guess. Yeah. Okay. 24. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? good I yeah. didn't good about it me and my mom have a very interesting relationship yeah you know, she's always been like I'm your mom not your friend but mm-hmm. she wants to also be a friend but I think now we're also not that far apart in age like like most people are so there's that that difference as well like we grew up together so there's yeah. like that interest but I would say it's good like, I respect my mom, and I think she respects me for the person that I am. So I would say it's good. Good. Um, yeah. I think that my relationship with my mom has been really complicated, and we've had, like, ups and downs. But, like, right now, like, we're in a pretty good place. And I think, you know, same. Like, I respect her, and she did a ton for me, more than most mothers do. So um, I really appreciate that. And her birthday's tomorrow, so happy birthday to my mom. Um, Okay, set three. So we're almost done, but now we're getting even more serious. Make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling blank. Huh, weird. I'm confused. (laughs) I'm confused. We are like we statements. Um, we are strong and independent women. You got to make the second we statement. We are each other's biggest fans. (laughs) Truthful, truthful. Okay, your turn. Oh, we both have to make two we statements. We're supposed to make three. Oh, Jesus. We, we, I think we 
our future trailblazers. I think we'll do Ooh. big things. Um, okay. I think we are... <laughs> this is so hard. It is really hard. Um, we are... Uh, <laughs> what did you already say? You said strong. I said we're strong, independent women, and we are trailblazers. <laughs> just going out, just going out. Okay, we are um both incredibly smart and can do anything we put our minds to. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to do another V statement? Just one more of them. <laughs> We, I would say, we are brave because we're, we do a podcast where we share a lot of information about ourselves and we push it out there for the masses. So I say that's brave. Oh, okay. That's cute. This is just good vibes. I'm like smiling so big. <laughs> um, okay, 26. Complete this sentence. Okay. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. Share. I used to be like the little moments with. Yeah. Which I mean just screams like we're alone. Because oh my gosh, actually, we're gonna go off on a little tangent. But today, this is gonna be I may cut this out because it's like low-key, you're gonna be like, oh okay. but I was outside watching the Blue Angels thing and I was like, man, I can't wait to have a kid one day and take him this thing. Oh, I was like, imagine a two-year-old would be like, oh my gosh, look at the planes. Because I was like, these are so cool. I was like, could you imagine a little kid being like, these are so cool. But like your little kid? Dope. Yeah. I wish I had someone with whom I could share breakfast in the morning. <laughs> I don't know what that hit different. <laughs> 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 Ew, are you crying? It hit a little different. I mean, it's true because, like, that's yeah. I mean, I said the little moments with we just <laughs> same thing. Yeah. I mean, like, it's true because, like, okay, fine, like, you have people, like, yeah, I love going to like brunch, like, scheduled things, but like, in reality, like, I wake up most mornings just like. Myself. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. <laughs> Twenty-seven. If you were going to be become a close friend with your partner, okay. well, we are. <laughs> Please share what would be important for him or her to know. Okay. Wait. What would be important? So, like, if you were going to be close, this is like if you're a mom, right? Like, if you're yeah. going to be close, or strangers, close friends with your partner please share what would be important for him or her to know. So I guess what is important for me to know in order to be a good friend to you? A good friend to me? Yeah. Well, I was thinking like a partner, I could 100% don't touch me while I sleep. Oh, 100% yes, it'd be over with. Um, a good friend? I guess respect me and my weird mannerisms. You know I have weird things, and I would just say yeah. you just gotta you just gotta take me with a grain of salt and so be able to tell me things in like your own way. 
but also tell me when to like chill out like be like okay guys you need to calm down um, I think for me, dang, um, uh, if I really would like it, if you FaceTimed me. Oh yeah. But I FaceTimed you today, but that's because you FaceTimed me, but because I was on the phone, I couldn't. Yeah. No, but like in general, like to yeah. anyone who wants to be my friend, like I just, I'm like a big FaceTimer. And I think it's like to see the people you talk Yeah, about. and I like bombard people sometimes. And so I would, I like it when they call me on Jason. <laughs> um, okay, so, wow, this is like, okay, tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time. Saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. Didn't we already do this? Yeah, I guess we already did. I, I think this is supposed to be deeper. Deeper. Oh, were we supposed to be like, I like your eyes. I like your hair. I think your yeah. nose is cool. <laughs> Maybe. I like your hair. <laughs> I like yours. <laughs> okay. Um, share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Oh, I've definitely blocked those out. I'm trying to think of something. That I, I have so many. Like, it's just, like I embarrass myself all the time. It's kind of I'm my MO. <laughs> trying to think. Well, because when I was a kid, my mom didn't really let me be embarrassed because she believed that if I ever said she was embarrassed or started exhibiting embarrassed qualities, she would get more embarrassing. So I was never, yeah, my, my mom had a twisted way of being like, if you're ever going to be ashamed of me, I'm going to make you ashamed of me. Yeah. But actually, no, I did that one time. <laughs> one time I was walking and I wasn't paying attention where I was going. It was right before, uh, no, right after I had a softball game. And so I was still walking around the softball fields. And they had a weird thing behind, like, home plate where it was, like, flat. And then they had this, like, risen wooden thing. And I was walking along it. And I have some weak ankles, you guys. And I was walking along it. I did pay attention to the fact there was a pop, like, a hole there. Oh and my foot fell in it. And while they're playing a softball game, I just, like, fall six feet. Jeez. And everyone rushes. And, they, and I'm, like, crying because I thought I broke my ankle. And it was bad, but I guess that was embarrassing. I wasn't embarrassed at the time because I was crying because I hurt myself, but my mom was like, of course, my child would fall six feet into a crowd of people. Oh, God. Yeah. I um, I embarrass myself a lot. I, like, fall a lot. Like, I first day walking in the eighth grade, fell in front of the library, which is where everyone gathered in the morning. Um, last weekend I was intoxicated and I fell on my face and I proceeded to call my father while drunk. (laughs) Like just the whole thing, have scrapes on my knees. But I will say one of the more embarrassing things at the time, looking back on it, it's like, who cares? But was when first day of senior year of college, I sent on accident because of a link I clicked, a spam email to the entire university. Oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> But you weren't one of those reply all people, though, so you're fine. No, but it was because, so it attacked every, like, group I was a part of. And because I was, like, on student government and I was in orientation and I was on all the, like, because I was president of our sorority. So I was, like, on all, like, the uh, sorority 
lists or whatever that go out like Greek life emails and stuff like it said to everyone that I'd ever had emails with so it was like essentially the entire uh, student body so that was embarrassing and then I got uh, a lot of calls and text messages from a lot of people and I was like okay obviously it's spam everybody chill <laughs> um okay 30 when did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself Last time I cried in front of another person, Christmas, man. <laughs> Christmas, what? Yeah, that was because I had to move like two days later and I was freaking oh. out and I didn't have anything together. And so I had a meltdown. Yeah. That was the last time I cried like in front of people. Yeah. When by yourself. By myself. Oh, that we don't want to get into that. Remember that thing? Oh. Wait, no. Actually, that wasn't it. When I, I always cry after I leave every job. Oh, really? Well, after I left my externship, I cried. Huh. Um, I cry a lot. Uh, in front of another person. I mean, like, real life. Because, like, I think, like, a couple weeks ago, I cried on the phone with you. <laughs> Probably. Um, I don't know in real life. Probably when... <sighs> the last time I spoke to my old roommate <laughs> not my not my girl roommate a guy I used to live with um we were best friends and we don't really talk anymore not my choice but um the last time I talked to him I cried because I just kind of realized like we probably weren't going to talk anymore so yeah yeah um okay Ooh, moving on. It's emotional. Also, that's when Ka- Cassie saw me cry because I actually had a really large test that day and it kind of like really messed me up. Oh my God. I unlocked my phone because it's been locked in this locker and I opened it up and it's a picture of her with mascara running down her face. And I was like, I said, oh, oh my God. God, I have to take this test in like an hour and I'm in yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't text you or call you because you were in the test. I had just. I and it ended up being a really terrible thing, which that's, don't let boys ruin big life things because now I have to take the fucking test again because I was so upset and then all I could think about the entire test was just like how upset I was anyway okay (laughs) next all right what if anything is too serious to be joked about oh I got a long list of things that I think are too serious to ever joke about one I don't think death is funny yeah um, I don't think that's a good joke. Um, any form of like violence against another person, I don't think that's funny. Yeah. I don't know what the violence is, I don't think it's funny. Um like joking about like people's insecurities. Yeah. Those things I don't think are funny. Or using someone as like the the butt of a joke. Just to get a laugh. Yeah. I would say suicide in mental health issues. Yeah. Um, okay, 33. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Dang. If I were to die this well, good thing I'm talking to you about everybody today. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this evening with no opportunity to communicate. What would you regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? 
Or I don't know if I have it. I mean, everybody, I love everybody. Love y'all. <laughs> but I don't know if there's anything I'm like holding back that I haven't told anyone. Yeah. I don't really know. Because it's not like I'm like, oh, I've been in love with so-and-so for a year. That's not like a thing that I, I'm, I'm wanting to say. Or I have this deep, dark secret that I've never told anyone. I need to get it off my chest or something. Yeah. I think for me in this current day, um, it sounds so sad and you're going to be like, oh, Courtney, but I would attempt to probably tell my old roommate that I just, I don't know, I'm sorry for the way things went down. I just want to make like amends in that relationship in my life because I think that I've tried and I I'm just like not being listened to and so I would want I would want to be listened to um and I would also really like to be told they're sorry so if possible (laughs) um okay so 34. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? I know exactly what mine would be. You do? Yeah. I don't have anything super precious here, I don't think. I think all my precious stuff is like at my childhood home. Yeah. Um, and that would be my spoons. You didn't know this about me, guys. I collect espresso spoons, like those little <laughs> tiny ones. And it wasn't actually something I started. It was something my great-grandmother started for me when I was little. Huh. But I have all my spoons are from her. And she got them from all around the world. So I have like these tiny little silver spoons from all over the world. So that would be something I would go back and get. But here... Now I'd 100% grab my laptop because it yeah it would have everything I need my phone and my laptop y'all I'm gonna be I'm gonna be selfish I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> um mine my grandma is I'm very very close with her and she is 93 years old and a few years back so whenever someone gets married in my family she for your wedding gift will write out all of her secret like recipes by hand and give them to you in a recipe book since you know I am nowhere near marriage I when she started getting really sick um and not really being able to use her hands um she wrote them for me and gave them to me and it's my most precious um gift that I own now love my granny but because she's sick and had issues using her hands it's sort of illeg- illegible you can't read it but my mom took another card and put it in the back and wrote them all in her handwriting so oh yeah so yeah yeah so that's my most precious like item i would say for sure because it's just you can't ever get it again no i would say yeah mine's my spoons because i also have spoons which is weird that I'm like these spoons, but I also have spoons that her, my great grandmother and my great grandfather bought together when they were like on their, oh, their honeymoon. Yeah, I love. So these are like hundred year old spoons from like 
that are made of silver and they're like windmills from like Holland. They're like fancy old, old spoons. But yeah, I would say. That's cool. Okay. Of all your family. Oh, here we go. Whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Whoa. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) I think everyone. I have a very small family and we're all immediate. Yeah. I don't know if there's one death I'd be like, no, I wouldn't hurt my feelings as much. I think they would all devastate me. I mean, they would all devastate you, but who do you think, like, right now would, like, change the course of your life so much? Right. I literally would, could not tell you which <laughs> I grew up with my mom. I had my mom and my grandmother in the same house. So they were both, like, my parents. Yeah. Any of them went. I think I'd be devastated. I don't know if it would change the course of my life. You know, I think I'd, I think I'd still try and do, maybe I'd try harder. Yeah. Uh, I, I pretty much same answer. I'm super close with like everyone in my family. Um, maybe for me, like right now it would be like my dad. Like if I had to pick someone because like, I don't know how to like survive without my dad, (laughs) which is probably not a good thing, but I mean, I, like if something happened to him like right now I would just I don't know what I would do like not only like emotionally but like in general <laughs> like he I call him to like fix all my problems yeah I call my mom if my mom doesn't pick up I call my grandma <laughs> I mean if, if my if my dad doesn't pick up I call my mom like don't get me wrong like I my brother like I talk to my family all the time but yeah um okay 36 last question here you go. Dun, dun, dun. Big finale. <clears throat> it's probably not even going to be that good. <laughs> okay. Like, who in your family would you least likely to see killed off? Okay. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. What? That's so confusing. That's so much. So you're supposed to share a personal problem and ask my advice. And then you're supposed to reflect back to me how I feel. (laughs) Problem that I have. I mean, I gotta start I gotta start job searching quite soon. I guess that would be a personal problem. But I like have been the hardest part here is just like everywhere requires experience or you don't already be licensed. So, I mean, there's no personal problem. I just have to be licensed. <laughs> yeah. um, am I supposed to give advice? I mean, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, I would just like, you already know these things though. Yeah, like, I mean, you just, I would just jobs and keep going. Make sure that you know, you prepare your resume and your cover letter and your references and stuff and then apply to as many things as possible. I I think like I would start looking now to see yeah, like I've, what I've done that because I've looked I have to look location wise what's available in what location. So I've got yeah. two locations. And I would try maybe like I'm sure that there are some places that would be willing to offer contract and stuff for 
post bar like just you just don't know so maybe it mm-hmm. might work there are some places that are waiting for like you are the pending bar application or something like yeah that. There are places. i would like try to network with people like maybe see if you know anyone from like law school or Millsaps or like anything at all like connections on linkedin like in the areas you want to go to and stuff and just start like that would there be are, do it. there was one job opening in this one government position but i would rather rip all my hair out than work there and one of the attorneys i know used to work there and i think she'd also would say she'd rather rip her hair out than yeah. work there again but i think you're in a cool spot where you can like network and stuff a lot right now so maybe look into that um personal problem in my life that we haven't talked about before <laughs> i'm like dang <laughs> i tell you all my problems um that we haven't talked about before that's so hard um uh I'm trying, I'm like going through my head the main things that are going on right now, but we've literally talked about all of them. Uh, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything that like we haven't talked about. I mean, yeah, the only thing I think of is like, that's the only thing coming in my life that I would say is a personal problem, but it's not really a problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really have it issues like when it comes to like next year which is good like since I have that already figured out I guess my biggest like problem coming up is just studying for the bar and having the motivation to do that and do that successfully and I think like I just need to literally leave my house every morning and go to school and sit in a study room and do it yeah you gotta treat it like a job you gotta do it you just got to do it. It's going to suck. And I'm going to want to be outside and with friends. And it's the middle of the summer. But like, you just got to do it. It eats your entire summer. And it's <sighs> our last summer. It eats it. I don't know if you've ever had one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh my God, I've been working wild. every summer since college. So, fine. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was three six questions that lean to love from the new york times cassie do you love me more i mean i feel like i loved you a lot i don't know if i love you more i feel like <laughs> i'm more rooted more rooted how about i say that i'm more rooted and secure in the relationship. <laughs> I, I fully oh, asked a question God. with the response from you being no what the fuck <laughs> That's what I you would have said you're like oh yeah maybe courtney I was like, I don't know if I love you more. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. No, I think that that's cool, though. Like, I don't know. I think that could, some of them are a little intense, but I think that that would be kind of fun to play with, like, maybe some, not a total stranger. I don't know if that's, like, a first date move. This is, like, y'all have, this is probably something that you should do with someone you're about to marry or have been married to. Like, it's a little (laughs) I mean, I learned things about you I didn't know today. So, like, that's cool. I think, like, maybe I would like to do that with someone. Maybe not marriage, but maybe, like, right before you commit to dating. Like, when you go from just, like, the casual dating to, like, this is my boyfriend. Mm, I would say before you move in with someone. All right. Well, I guess I think this episode's been pretty long. So, Mm -hmm. 
We'll sign off here. I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't think we've officially decided, but I'm sure it'll be a little bit more of a serious one since this was just like a fun little question game. Um, yeah, hope everybody liked it and got to know us more, just like we got to know each other more. Um, and I guess now you know all of our deepest, darkest answers. <laughs> Other than the ones we were like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The ones where we say, oh, we skipped. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the Lady Girls Podcast. Follow us um, on Instagram at Lady Girl Podcast. Um, check out our website at The Lady Girl. Is The Lady Girl or just Lady Girl Podcast? That is you. I have no idea. It's just ladygirlpodcast.com. Um, and whoever is our listener in Belgium, please tell us who you are. Please. please. <laughs> See you next Wednesday. Bye.